lovely listeners, whether your answer is good, bad, or somewhere in between, I hope these next few minutes provide a respite for your soul as we talk about the hard spaces. I'm so excited for uh, the topic that we're chatting about today involving social media. This is part one of a series that I want to do, just kind of talking about the influence that it has on our lives, our relationships, our relationship with God, how we see ourselves, all of that. So today we're going to focus on social media and the self, how you view yourself and how it kind of impacts your life in that way. So I'm here with my friend Jack. Why don't you do a little introduction of like who you are, how old you are, what kind of stage of life you're in. Cool. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, so I'm Jack Pease. I'm the creative designer at Soul City Church in Chicago, Illinois. And what that means is I do all of our visuals and the visual storytelling through design, through uh, video, and have seen the Lord's provision, have seen the Lord's hands just through him being able to help cultivate my skill sets. And so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm 24, about to be 25, and just living in my 20s, you know? Yeah, yeah. Jack and I have been friends for, like, I don't know, six months now, probably mm-hmm. since, like, September. We met at a Soul City event, so it's been cool to cultivate a friendship with you and kind of... We've had, like, some really solid, like, conversations about this topic even mm-hmm. already, so I'm excited to um, start this series with you and just, like chat about I know we have like strong opinions I feel like I have strong opinions about about social media and I just feel like it's one of those things that's just unavoidable right like this is the reality of the world that we live in so let's talk about it and let's kind of see like let I think a lot of people now are like trying to take a step back and like figure out okay like there's clearly like something wrong here there's like some negative elements here um, but also it's kind of, uh, some people have viewed it as like a necessary evil in a lot of ways. I know mm-hmm. businesses are obviously using it now, like mm-hmm. organizations, like it's just, it's a part of our life now. So we should talk about it. So, um, like I said, this first, um, episode is going to be really talking about like the influence like on yourself and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what platforms are you on? Are you on like the whole... So, I mean, I feel like I've been on everything at least at one point in time. Yeah. And so currently I'm only on Instagram and I'm only on Snapchat, Okay. but I've experienced and been on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been on Vine. Oh, that's a throwback. It is a throwback. So the early TikTok before all these Gen Z's took over, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, so I was on that, um, been on Twitter, been on Facebook, uh, pretty much anything that you can think of. Like, even, yeah. like, the low-key ones, like Discord and Reddit, yeah. you know? Especially I don't even know what Discord is. What is Discord? Discord is, like, <laughs> it's hard to explain, you know? But it's nest- it's kind of like a text-based social media. Okay. Okay, so a lot of gamers use it. So uh, it's, like, like very nerdy. You said Twitch. It, I, I've been on Twitch, too, but it's not Twitch. It works with Twitch okay. sometimes, okay? So it's only texting. Okay. And you basically com- create communities online. Okay. With a bunch of different people through, like, mutual interest, yeah. through, like, things that you're interested in. Yeah. And so then you're able to create like all of these different communities yeah. of like yeah. what you're interested in. Yeah. Yeah, cool. yeah. 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 I feel like, so for me, I had all of the social media platforms. Like when it first came out, I feel like we were kind of in like junior high or like right before yeah. junior high. Yep. Um, cause I was never on like MySpace or anything mm-hmm. like that. I think my first was like Facebook. Mm-hmm. I was 11 and I lied about my age to get Facebook. Yep. So I was 13. Yep. And I remember being so young mm. and being on Facebook like all the time. Oh, and like time. a lot of my friends were like from my church community and stuff and I was constantly looking at their lives yeah. and like at that age, like obviously your brain is still developing. You don't even realize like how it's influencing mm-hmm. 
yourself. You're just like, oh, this is fun or whatever. And then I got Instagram and then I got Pinterest and then... uh, I'm also on Pinterest. Yeah, Pinterest is really cool for creatives, I Mm -hmm. feel like, too, like for inspiration and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Um, But I remember like being on all of these... Twitter, like all, like, Mm -hmm. all these things. And I remember being on these platforms and... I like I felt like deep down like something was like off I started to feel off and I didn't know what it was and my sophomore year of high school I like started deleting everything like I remember delete like I still had accounts and stuff but I deleted the apps off my phone because I'm like I'm tired of looking at other people's apps because I don't feel like I'm living my own and I remember being that young and thinking that but it was like this back and forth like I would delete the app but then I would like log back in because they make it so easy like oh do you want to deactivate but then you have 30 days all you have to do is log back in and you're you're back like yeah. it's really easy yeah. so i remember like i got rid of all all the stuff and then instagram was like the hardest one for me like i thought yeah. it was like so and it was even before they had all the features they have now mm-hmm. it was literally just people posting a picture like there was no i don't think a lot of businesses were using it at this point there wasn't like instagram reels like all this stuff mm-hmm. And I remember I was like, I, I'm done. And so I spent most of my high school years and college years just like not being on it. And I didn't think anything of it. And then I remember being um, at Moody. I went to Moody mm-hmm. too for two years. And I remember like my friends, I felt like I, for the first time I was like starting to miss out on things, yeah. you know, whether it was like Facebook or Instagram, yeah. whatever. Um, and I was like, man, like I sort of like feel like I, I need to have this now or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't like get it. Um, and actually I like only got Instagram for like the podcast now, clearly you guys like know that. Um, and I think that's a little bit different using it for like businesses and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I think that's like sort of been like where my headspace is at. Like now I'm like addicted to TikTok. I'm just gonna be honest Mm -hmm. with you guys. I'm on Snapchat, which Mm -hmm. I usually just kind of like message like my friends or Mm -hmm. cousins, whatever. It's like, I don't know. I don't really, (laughs) Snapchat's such an interesting one for me. Mm -hmm. I think we can sort of talk about the impact of different social medias on our view of self. But yeah, like even though, all that to say, like even though I've been sort of on the like more like off the grids aspect of the mm-hmm. spectrum, I still feel it like impacting how I see myself so deeply. Mm-hmm. So I can't even imagine like people's, like everyone has their own journey with social media, whether mm-hmm. you have one account or you have two, but like, so how have you seen you know, from being, like, our age when we first got it, like, junior high to now, like, how has it, like, impacted your view of self, whether it's in, like, a positive way mm-hmm. or a negative way, like, how have you sort of taken a step back to think about that, totally. you know? Yeah, well, one, I think that you have way more control than I do, <laughs> and I, I've been on these apps, and I've been, like, devoted to them, Yeah. like, basically since... I was 13 and yeah. I lied and I got yeah, Facebook yeah, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, on Facebook when it was like a desktop app, you know, like before I <laughs> yes, even had a phone, yes. like a watch, doing it on my mom's computer yeah. in the living room, you know? Yeah. And so I've been on it from the jump, yeah. you know? Yeah, and, but it's just like one gay birth to the other, you yeah. know? And it's just, one is never enough. Like you start to get into this cycle and get into this rhythm. Yeah. And so... Similarly, I know what you mean by what you said about being addicted to TikTok. Yeah, you know, yeah. like TikTok is addicted. That's a, I think TikTok is a whole other beast than any other social media. I agree. Offer. I think it's a completely different thing. But I literally had to delete that app. Yeah. You know, because I was like, I'm spending way too much time. It's sucking my time away. Yeah. You know, and also I'm just I'm more depressed. I'm more like sad about it. And so I guess that's a good transition into like how does this make me feel? Mm-hmm. And like social media is it ebbs and flows, you know, because on one aspect, I love being able to see what my friends are doing, you know, but 
even Instagram, like the CEO talks about how it's not even a photo sharing app anymore. It's an entertainment app. Mm -hmm. And so it's less about your friends nowadays. It's more about being entertained. Mm -hmm. And so I used to love like that aspect of Facebook, like before, like, Karen's took over Facebook, you know, and like Facebook was actually like a popping place. Shout out to all the Karen's. Which Gen Z probably doesn't even know about. They probably <laughs> don't even know that Facebook used to be all right, you know? Now it's just cluttered. Yeah. But like back in those days, I loved it because I was able to see what my friends were doing. I was able to see like what my family was doing, like people that I don't keep in touch with necessarily, yeah. you know? And so I love that those aspects of social media were able to bring enlightenment's my life mm -hmm. but now I feel like it's more of an addiction mm -hmm. you know than anything else because like I said it's not necessarily about my friends anymore yeah it's more so about me so like you having this these accounts from like a super young age like, yeah. like and seeing your friends lives and like being entertained and mm -hmm. all these things like how has it affected like how you see yourself mm -hmm. you know like I feel like for me there's so many elements that I think are super like negative again like I'm speaking from a place of a little more of like I just see like a lot of the negatives like when the this documentary came out on Netflix called social dilemma mm -hmm. I was like all of these things that like the CEO of Pinterest is talking about and like people yeah. who used to work for Google and yeah. used to work for um, Facebook Facebook and all this stuff it's like they see the monsters that they've created and I was like they're voicing like putting to words how I think a lot like I felt mm -hmm. like I couldn't even like from that age like vocalize like I feel less that like I, like the way that I'm talking about myself or thinking yeah, about myself and totally. like what these platforms are feeding into that because like you're saying yes like oh I got to keep up with my friends lives mm -hmm. or whatever it's like you can create whatever reality uh you want of like how people perceive yourself totally. on these apps it's like a curated view of like you going on vacations, you traveling, like you starting, um, like, a, you know, a new journey to like mm -hmm. go, whatever, like there's just so many like aspects to it of like posting all these like highlight reels yeah. and everyone who's like going through hard spaces and going through challenging times, they don't necessarily want to like showcase that to the world. Totally. And so I think one thing that I've noticed like for myself is the reason that I, I walk away after scrolling for TikTok for a while is like, I feel like less than for some reason and I feel like I'm not you know whatever I'm not traveling enough I'm yeah. not um investing in like the types of clothes that I wear yeah. or like I don't know there's just so many things that you start like I never walk away like wow I feel so good about myself no, like I feel not. like I've accomplished a lot I'm doing it's like very negative self-talk and I mm -hmm. feel like social media has fed into that in like ways that like a lot of people are trying to heal from in like therapy and stuff now. Yeah, so like, how do you feel like, you know, Facebook, Instagram, all stuff has like impacted how you see yourself? Like, is it in a negative way? Yeah, I would definitely say it's in a negative way. And I think that what's interesting about our generation specifically mm -hmm. is that we grew up with it. And so we found ourselves within it and we had to learn about identity through it, which isn't healthy. And there was also no one coaching us. And they couldn't coach us because they had never experienced anything like that. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's mm -hmm. interesting because I feel like I'm a byproduct of my mom, mm -hmm. like music mm -hmm. and social media. Mm -hmm. Like I found myself in those things, mm -hmm. you know, and there's good that came out of each of them, but there's also equally negative. Mm -hmm. And so... 
within social media, I think that comparison has become like really negative for me. And especially in the field that I work in, where everything is surrounded by critique, mm-hmm. everything is surrounded by criticism. That's really hard because you see people who are 10 steps ahead of you, five steps ahead of you. And you're like, dang, I wish I was there. And then you look at your own stuff and you're like, dang, I'm not what I thought I am. Yeah. You know? I feel like it steals joy. joy. And yeah. I know that sounds so extreme. No, but it does. I talked to um, a few episodes back. Actually, the first episode I recorded, we were talking about sex with my mentor. Mm-hmm. And she was saying comparison steals joy. And I think that's Absolutely. at the root of like what we're going to be talking, what we have been talking about here yeah. is like all the things that you've accomplished like in your mm-hmm. career or like in your life, it's mm-hmm. like... How, like you don't take time to like celebrate that because Ever. you're like thinking about the next thing yeah. because you feel like other people's lives is the next thing. Totally. So like the focus is is like so much on other people's lives, but it's a curated version of their life. Mm-hmm. So you're constantly trying to chase this thing that's not a full reality. Like no. it's this like picture perfect painting, and so you, I feel like I always walk away not feeling like enough. Yeah. Instead of like going back to like the gospel and like Mm -hmm. Jesus making us enough and like Jesus valuing us. It's like, I'm not spending time meditating on that and thinking about that. I'm spending time thinking about other people's fake lives, you know, because like, I'd love to hear your thoughts on like one of the books that I've been going through has been talking about your false self versus your true self Mm -hmm. It's called emotionally healthy spirituality. Highly recommend that to anybody like trying to work through um, their emotions and their past and how it ties into like their faith and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one of those things of like, do you think social media is like feeding into your true self or your false self? And like, what does that look like? You know, that's a great question. And so I've been talking to my mentor about this, mm-hmm. like not this specifically, but an aspect of it is so since the beginning of 2022, I've gotten out of healthy rhythms that I had in 2021. Okay. So one of them was therapy mm-hmm. and I think the biggest reason for me not continuing to go is because we really started to work, walk into identity in that space mm-hmm. and that's super uncomfortable because of social media's influence on mm-hmm. me. And so to answer the question, I think that it's more of the false self mm-hmm. because social media is allowing you to extend what you want people yes. to know about you. Yes. And so... and that just becomes like mm-hmm. an identity in mm-hmm. and of itself that's not true, mm-hmm. you know? And so there may be true aspects of it. Like, I know that I'm creative and I know that like I'm talented in certain mm-hmm. things, but only talking about that robs people of knowing like who I am. Yeah. And so I think that it's feeding the false self mm-hmm. and it's allowing people to see like, like you said the highlight reel, but I also think that it's allowing me to extend what I want people to yeah. see when they look at yeah. me. Yeah. And I think that's why people walk away feeling so depressed because they don't feel known. And I think that's like the biggest issue is like you are showcasing what you want people to see. And so you're never going to like feel 100% known. Mm -hmm. And so it's like so like heartbreaking and sad. Like I'm sure like the father's like looking down and being like, I fully know you and I fully love you. Mm -hmm. So like rest in that and meditate in that and like study that and like understand my love for you more. Mm -hmm. But it's like I'm sitting there like, like, like to be honest, like the the times that I go on TikTok, it's like usually like, all right, like it's the end of the day, like I'm tired, I just want to shut my brain off. Yeah, I don't want to like sure. think about these complex things of God, and like I just want to like shut my brain off. So what I'm filling myself with, and what I'm posting and showcasing is this false self. Yeah. And so then I end with like, 
I just compared myself to a bunch of fake garbage. Totally. I showcased a bunch of fake garbage. Yeah. I don't feel known. I feel very low and I feel depressed. And like we are like the generation that is the most medicated, oh, the most yeah. like yeah. in therapy and everyone's like, what's going on? Yeah. Mental health crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, I really do think like social media is a huge part of oh, that. Like if you don't feel known, you have a harder time receiving love from oh, people because yeah. any sort of positive feedback that you would receive about your job, about your character, about who you are, it's like, oh yeah, like you're saying that because you're saying that to this like individual that I've created you to see versus like who I really am. Yeah. So you feel isolated because you're like, I'm the only one who knows the real me because you're not meditating on like the fact that the father knows you even better than yourself and like how he loves you. So it's like finding it's like all right it's literally like what am I inputting into my life Mm -hmm. that's like feeding into like how I see myself and like it is so hard though because I do think there's this is something I kind of want to take a direction into is like the impact like on your brain like biologically Mm -hmm. like the addiction aspect to this so like you know all these like mental health aspects it's like how much of that do you think we can actually control versus I know this sounds kind of extreme but it's like control versus like these these platforms and these big tech companies controlling you okay. because i do think there's science behind oh, this and like science yeah it. so yeah. it's like how like how much control do you think we actually have to like protecting like ourselves from this mm-hmm. you know not much <laughs> yeah, unfortunately yeah and i do think that extreme measures have to be taken in order to take that control back yeah and so for example I think it was back in October, I did a 21-day phone fast where I, like, completely got rid of my phone. Yeah, tell us about that. I remember, like, you were doing that, like, right when I, like, first met you. You were like, yeah, I'm shutting off my phone, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and people thought I was insane. (laughs) Like, my mother included, you know? And so... Yeah. But that's the thing is, like, those extreme measures sometimes need to be taken in order to take that control back. Mm -hmm. And because I was realizing that, yo, I'm a slave to my phone, you know, like I'm a slave to social media, like I can't get off this stuff. And no matter what I do, like if I set timers, if I set like restrictions, like any of that, I'll find a way around, you know? And so I had to take an extreme measure, you know, like I felt like the Lord pressing that on me, like, yo, because at that moment in time, I was just in a really weird space, you know? And like my head was like crowded and like messy. And so I needed, to like get those voices out Mm -hmm. because that's the other thing about social media is you're allowing so much input into your life like too much information too much input and so and I couldn't hear the Lord you know in any of it and so I did I like completely got off my phone like I gave it to my roommate and like what was that like what did you learn about yourself and like what was God like teaching you about yourself when you shut off all those voices I learned that not only do I, but I think that a lot of people within our generation have very addicted personalities. And I think that it's highlighted and exploited, mm-hmm. and which is by a major tech. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's an interesting thing in and of itself. But what I learned about myself personally is that when I allow too many voices into my life, I get confused, mm-hmm. you know? And confused about what? Just anything. Mm-hmm. And so. Like, for example, if I'm trying to make a decision about something, mm-hmm. my tendency now, and I think it's because of social media, is to go left and right and talk to all my friends, talk mm-hmm. to all my mentors, talk to all these people in my life, and be like, what should I do? And then you get 18 different opinions that are not alike, mm-hmm. you know? And that's what I think social media is like. Mm-hmm. And so instead of actually seeing the Father's face, instead mm-hmm. of actually getting on your knees and, like, asking the Lord for discernment, mm-hmm. I think that my tendency, specifically just me, is to 
look left, look right, mm-hmm. ask people just because of how I interact with social media, yeah. you know? Yeah, did you feel like God was teaching you anything in terms of like, I don't know, like that you are enough or like where your value is or like what was God's voice like reminding you of the truth about like who you are? Did you feel like clearing out those voices created a space for you to like not only understand how you're functioning when you're talking about that, but like even just like how like you see yourself in a positive way? Like, yeah, Was absolutely. there healing in any aspect of that? Yeah, there's definitely healing within that as well. And I think that therapy helped a lot during that season mm-hmm. as well. And so I was going like twice a week, yeah. <laughs> you know, because so I was like, I just need somebody to talk yes, to, you know? Yeah, and so, yeah. but that was huge because I realized that I put all of my identity into creativity and mm. that's unhealthy, yeah. you know, like it, because if you take creativity away, I, I don't know who I am, mm. you know? And so within those three weeks, I felt like the Lord reminded me that like my identity is with him, him mm. not like something that I do that like I exercise yeah. and like I'm trying to get affirmation from because yeah. that's my biggest thing is like seeking affirmation from other yes. people, you yeah. know? That's the thing. I feel like social media doesn't create a space to just be. No. Like, I feel like it's like, and that's why we tie our value to what we do or we're at least feeding into that. Because, like, you and I are both threes Mm -hmm. and, like, that's a huge struggle for anybody, but Mm -hmm. especially for threes, I feel like because if we're not doing, what are we, who are we? Like, what's going on? Like, my identity is my job. My identity is my productivity. Like, my identity is, like, how much I've accomplished, like, academically, like, professionally. I haven't accomplished much academically. (laughs) But, you know, like, whatever that aspect is. (laughs) Like, it's, like, one of those things of, like, and and so, like, you're not only feeling restless in that space, but then you're feeding into those insecurities. Because everyone else looks like they're doing, they're running a mile and a half every Mm -hmm. day. And it's, like... You, like it's just like it's it's just this negative cycle mm. that I just feel like you walk away like so drained. much more drained and much yeah. more broken mm-hmm. than I feel like sometimes I just picture like God sitting there like like I have so much more you. like I've come to give you life and give it to the fullest mm. and I feel like God like has this like beautiful gift mm. and like we've received it obviously but like it's not like we're trying to fully experience that yeah. And we're creating this, like, false reality that's, like, negatively impacting how we see ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's making me less productive, right? Totally. Because you're spending time not being productive and focusing on other people's lives. So, like, this whole idea of, like, I've heard so many people say, like, yeah, like, you know, I would get rid of social media if I could. But, like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to keep up with, like, my cousin's sister-in-law or, like, yeah. you know, all these, like, random connections. And I'm, like, that for me, it's, like, the people that matter in my life... Mm-hmm are going to be in my contacts on my phone and the people that I want to know about the major life events or like the hard spaces I'm going through are like in my phone. So it's Mm -hmm. like hard for me to be like, I'm going to make a post about this thing. Um, because I just have a hard time feeling like I want 400 plus people to know about this aspect of my life. And Mm -hmm. like, that's even like a struggle that I've experienced, like starting this podcast Mm -hmm. too, is like the balance of like how much do I want to share about myself? Mm -hmm. And like, you know, I just want to have conversations and like all this stuff. Um, and I just think there's, like, so much danger. But mm-hmm. kind of, like, going back to, like, the point of, like, yeah, like, how much, like, has this, like, affecting our brains, like, mm-hmm. biologically? And, like, you're talking about addictive, like, personality yeah. and, like, stuff like that. It's, like, you know, setting up those guardrails, I think, is super healthy. Mm-hmm. But it, I, what I'm wondering, and I love to hear your thoughts, is, like, is it, a like, kind of, like, what you're saying, is it constantly, like, cutting everything off for, mm. like, large chunks of time and then trying to, like, slowly integrate those things back into your life? Mm. Or is it, like, looks like, all right, like, I'm going to be on this, like, once a week mm. or whatever, and then, like, that's it. Like, how do you, like, set up these 
boundaries that's like doable because I know like you use it for like business and like mm-hmm. stuff like that. So yeah, it's like it's like one of those things of like does that like help reset your brain like biologically or like you know like how do you even like live how do we live with this stuff in like a healthy way like what are what are you learning since that like whole like purging like season like where are you kind of at now with social media and like what kind of guardrails do you continue to set up to try to build those healthy patterns that's good there's a lot within that one thing that i think is really valuable is like fasting you know, and I think that that's very Christianese and churchy, but I think that there's a lot to it. And you talked about rest and you talked about the importance of that. And I agree with that. And I think that social media restricts our ability to rest, you know, because like even when you're laying in bed, you're like still stimulating your brain, you know, mm-hmm. and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And that's like, it's all the dopamine that's being like rest to your brain. So you're not actually resting in those moments, you know? And so I think that. It's individual, like, but what works for me is the practice of fasting and making it like an actual habitual thing. And so, yeah, like I did the 21 days, which was extreme to everyone Mm -hmm. that I knew, you know, but now it's like a continual thing. That's not as intense, you Mm -hmm. know, where sometimes I'm just like, I feel like I'm on Instagram too much this week. And like, I take notice of it or like the Holy Spirit, like just presses it on me. And so I'll just get rid of that and just like not touch it mm-hmm. for say seven days, you mm-hmm. know, and be like, all right, and then ease your way back in. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the biggest piece too, mm-hmm. like especially with fasting. And my mentor has like really pressed that on me too, yeah. especially when I was coming out of the 21 days. Mm-hmm. He was like, you can't just like go haywire, you know, it's like, it's like an addict, you know, yeah. and that's how we operate. And so when you get off of it, your desire is going to be to binge and go mm-hmm. insane. Mm-hmm. And so, He's like, you just have to ease back into it, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's a good practice is just like, hey, if you recognize that I'm probably on TikTok, like I've been on TikTok eight hours today. Yeah. I should probably like get off of this for a little bit, you know, and just like ease back into it. Yeah. I think accountability is kind of what you're talking about too. Mm -hmm. Like that's a huge thing of like doing this in isolation. Like you, we don't, we're not strong enough to like do that because like, I feel like that's something that I've thought about doing, like, in terms of, like, because my biggest thing is, like, TikTok. I just think it's, like, I've got, like, I've had so many, like, recipes or, like, mm-hmm. it's fun to do dances with your friends yep. or, like, all these things. But yep. it's, like, I think that the cons outweigh the pros. So it's, like, do I need to start, like, talking to, like, my mentor or, like, people that I'm living with or in my life of, like, mm-hmm. hey, like... I'm probably going to be, like, deleting this app yeah. of my phone. Can you just, like, check in with me? Totally. And, like, you know, is that a part of, like, being in, like, a strong, like, Christian community of, like, hey, like, how are you doing? And, like, mm-hmm. in that question also including, like, and how is, like, your life with social media and the connection? Yeah. Because, like, maybe we need to start asking those questions more to, mm-hmm. like, people of, like, yeah, like, I've just noticed this or I've noticed that or, like, just checking in with people because especially not, like, telling people how much time to spend in it, but, like, if somebody is expressing a desire, like, you yeah. have of, like, hey, like, I need to, like, I need you to check in, like, mm-hmm. if I'm, like, doing too much or whatever yeah. because I know in my own strength, like, I am not strong enough to, like, master, you know, these giant tech companies that have all this science behind, mm-hmm. like, our attention because our attention is where they get the money and the marketing. Like, there's obviously billions of dollars behind this so it's like information is so valuable and we're like constantly like 
giving that. And I think the thing that's so interesting about TikTok for me is like the algorithm. Oh, Everyone yeah. talks about the mastering the algorithm mm-hmm. and like promoting the algorithm and this thing that is just like this beast that just keeps feeding and feeding information. I just see this like picture of it like growing and growing yep. and growing. So like the more you're on it, the more access you give it to, the yep. less control you have on your yep. own. So it's like the whole idea of strength and numbers and stuff. Like, do you feel like accountability has like helped you in that journey of like self control and stuff? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think accountability is huge with anything. Mm-hmm. But I think that there's something to be said about the TikTok algorithm, you know, that I want to like highlight yeah. too. Is yeah. that was like one of the biggest reasons that I got rid of TikTok specifically is because I was realizing like how curated it was to me and like some of the worst parts of me too, you know, like my so, dark humor and like my weird sense of self, you know. So, and that, can I, I'm just going to say something real quick. The whole, going back to this idea of like not feeling known, yep. this is going to sound so creepy, but I feel known by the algorithm. Oh, 100%. I feel so like this algorithm. desire it that feels I'm like not it knows feeding, me. Yep. this desire that I'm not feeding mm-hmm. um, into like the source and the truth of life and God who actually fully knows me. I feel known by this algorithm. Oh, for sure. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it knows what I like. It knows what I think is funny. Yep. It knows what I like, you know, what kind of food. Like, yep. it knows my style. Yep. Like, it knows, like, what influencers I want to follow. And I'm yep. like, holy crap, I want to spend time with this thing yep. that feels like it's taking the time and energy to get to, to know, know me. me. Yeah. But it, it is so empty because it has no intent of filling me up and no, giving me life. And yeah, it's just taking your time away from you, you know? Yeah. That's the, ex- that's the exchange. I had never thought about that, like, feeling known by an algorithm. Like, that to me is so wild. Like, And it's the same thing with, like, the Instagram Explore page, you know? Like, that knows me. I haven't even touched that. Like, I can't even go It's like, it knows, like, like you said, my sense of style, my, like, humor. Like, Mm -hmm. everything about, like, my personhood is reflected in the Instagram Explore page. And so, with TikTok, I was like, this thing knows me too well. (laughs) You know, I was like, I need to get off of this. And... But that's the thing is like now they're getting so good at being able to curate these to individual people that it's scary, you know? And I think like things with the metaverse coming, it's terrifying because now we're going to be like living within these realities, you know? But to answer your question and to go back, accountability is huge, you know? And you need to be able to talk about these things. And I know that it seems weird, but... It is a part of our personhood now. Yeah. Like, it's an extension of who we are. Yeah. And so you need to be able to have people who are going to check you. Yeah. Because you know? I feel like as a society, and on even like an individual level, we have not caught up to the amount of information and access that Absolutely we have not. now. So it's not even that, but it's like, I feel like we're being attacked on like a marketing front. Mm-hmm. We're being like confused because yep. like biologically our brains are trying to like, you know, figure out this whole addiction thing that we've been talking about. And so it's like, oh my gosh, like... It's like one of those things that keeps growing and we still haven't caught up to where we are now. So like with this whole metaverse coming, I know there's a lot of like thoughts and opinions about that, but I was listening to this podcast called Culture Matters. Highly recommend it. It talks about like really recent things and like Mm -hmm. how do we view that from like a Christian worldview, like very specific things, you know? And so we're talking about the metaverse and this whole thing of like you can create an even deeper augmented virtual reality of like a false self Mm -hmm. To a point, like, you're entering a whole other level of feeling even more mm-hmm. unknown. And that's, like, really scary. Because yeah. if, like, we're still so depressed and anxious, like, what makes these companies think that we're ready mm-hmm. to experience that on, like, a deeper level? Like, are we going to get to a point where it's, like, we don't even know ourselves anymore mm-hmm. or, like, how to know ourselves? And it's just going to, mm-hmm. like, cause all this, like, deep internal confusion because, yeah. like, 
you know, a couple episodes back had this conversation about identity and stuff. And I just think social media is so damaging to your identity. So like stepping into augmented reality, like what do you think is going to happen with this whole metaverse thing in terms of like, you know, the whole point of this episode is like viewing yourself. So it's like, how does the metaverse and other augmented realities that I'm sure is going to come out, I've literally seen billboards of Mm -hmm. like these people wearing like the virtual goggles and like doing all this stuff that kind of freaks me out. But it's Mm -hmm. like, how is that going to influence people's view of self? And how you think it's going to influence your view of yourself, you know? Yeah, for sure. Well, I think of the metaverse like I think of Fortnite, okay? <laughs> Which sounds weird, but track with me. Okay. And so, within Fortnite, you have an avatar. Okay. And the biggest thing that has made Fortnite successful, because it's a free game, which the metaverse is a free like, world. reality, yeah. world, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. But the way that Fortnite makes money is off of avatar skins, which means like clothing or like different kinds of weapons, like Mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff. And so, and that's what's gotten like kids so addicted, addicted to Fortnite is being able to customize their character and they'll pay whatever money they have to pay to do this kind of stuff. And so, but you're living within this reality within Fortnite. Yeah. And so now we're just taking it a step deeper because... So I keep up a lot with fashion, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really interesting that Balenciaga did a collaboration with Fortnite like a few months back. And I was like, what? what? You know? Like, this is like the top fashion house in the world, yeah. you know? And, but then it made sense to me because they were selling skins in Fortnite for like five bucks. So your your character can get a Balenciaga hoodie. And, but you can't pay $700 for a Balenciaga right, right, hoodie right. in real life. But people are going to start living in these realities, you know? And now these major corporations, these companies are like, oh, I can make way more money if I sell this for five bucks online as an NFT than doing it in real life, you know? And so now that's why the NFT space is so interesting, especially as a creative. I'm like, because everyone's going to start living in this reality. And just like they do in their real life where they're like, oh, I want like this brand or I want like this thing they're going to do that within their characters online and spend tons of money. That's why NFTs are going insane right now is because you're spending all of this money online because you want your character to look cool. You want him to be exactly what you want to be in real life. You know, the things that you can't be out in real life, you can be online. That is wild. And so... Like, we're not only investing time and energy now, but we're investing finances into promoting false self. Oh, 100%. That's scary. That is, like, terrifying. I just think of, like, how it's impacted us, but, like, Mm -hmm. thinking about the younger generation that's not even going to know life before. Like, they always joke, like, we don't know life before Google, right? Yep, exactly. But this generation is not going to go life life beyond, like... Metaverse. Metaverse, social media. And I think, like, what was so eye-opening about the social dilemma stuff, too, Mm -hmm. and what's really interesting about this, like, you know, documentary is, like, they do follow, like, it's a it's a fake reenactment whatever like it's Mm -hmm. like it's like a family they follow family and like there's a scene with this young girl oh my gosh she was like heartbreaking she's probably like nine or ten or Mm -hmm. something she's so cute she's like gorgeous and she was like the one that was probably the most like shut down and addicted to her phone like at the dinner table whatever and there was like this scene where she like posted a picture or something and clearly there was like filters on her face and like snapchat's so like yeah that's a whole other thing yeah like the way that like snapchat like feeds Mm -hmm. into like how you how your face structure looks Mm -hmm. and stuff and 
she was like posted a picture or whatever and like she would like the video showed her like reading through the comments and some girl had made a comment of like your ears are big or like so, like something mm-hmm. negative or whatever yeah. and like she was like looking in the mirror and just like I could see in her eyes just like this longing to be like affirmed, accepted, mm-hmm. known and loved. And so mm-hmm. it's like when you get that negative feedback from something like something like that experience your desire is going to be even more like, well, I'm going to hide even more of how I see myself mm-hmm. because I hate who I am and I'm going to keep promoting this augmented augmented reality of who mm-hmm. I am so I will be like pseudo accepted, mm-hmm. loved, and affirmed. So again, like I'm saying, we're missing out on the fullness of life that God mm-hmm. has like given us. And I think that something we can also tackle too is like the spiritual warfare aspect of all mm-hmm. of this. Like this is not like just money this is not just these big tech companies this is not just like our addictive patterns like there are like spiritual forces at work here to like battle for like the attention and like for souls like Mm -hmm. i know that sounds like super extreme but like i think that's one of the things of like the enemy wants us to think about it just this one path Mm -hmm. and not realize like the powers within like you know obviously there's like money and greed involved and like all Mm -hmm. of these things but yeah like what aspect of like you know, the spiritual realm and spiritual warfare, do you think plays a role in all of this and like how we're seeing ourselves through mm-hmm. these platforms? Well, I think that it takes our attention off of the Lord, number one. I think it's like the ultimate distraction for our generation. And I think that it robs us of our sense of identity, like within the Lord too. And because especially as believers, like we should find our wholeness and our self within who God is. And but it's like it's hard to find God within social media, you know, and or if you do, it could be like a twisted version of it, you know, and that's hard too. And so we're so distracted constantly, and that's why, like what I talked about with the twenty one days was so big because I didn't realize how many voices were in my head, you know, and all of these accounts are things that you're allowing to like help mold you, you know, mm-hmm. and. So when you start doing that too much, the Lord has no space mm-hmm. like to be able to speak to you yeah. because you're just convoluting your brain and just convoluting your thoughts. And so I think that it pulls our time away from the Lord, which like is really dangerous. And one thing that I've been like really pressed on recently is the importance of like actually being in scripture, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that there's something about like being daily filled mm-hmm. and because if you're not, you're just allowing all of these other voices from social media to fill you. Mm-hmm. And then all of your thoughts, all of your emotions, all of your feelings are going to come out of that space. And they're not going to come out of a place of truth, yeah. you know. And so there is something about meditating on the word. There is something about being able to like think upon scripture that I think we've lost, you know. Mm-hmm. And we have to get back to, yeah. especially with all these voices out there, yeah. you know. Yeah, I think like social media feeds this idea of like instant gratification completely and I think the pace that comes with like sitting in the Lord's presence and meditating on these scriptures is like very slow build like Mm -hmm. it's a slow discipline and I think like it's not always like I felt great in that moment. Like, if I'm reading the scriptures or if I'm, like, sitting in his presence, like, yes, he fills me and he's faithful in that, but it's also, like, man, I didn't get that high that I was, mm-hmm. like, that I would have gotten if I was, like, scrolling through TikTok yeah. or I didn't get that, like, feeling. Yeah. And it's, like, trusting in, like, the slower pace. Yeah. Because, I like, sometimes I think about, like, the whole Mary and Martha story mm-hmm. of, like, running around and, like, even, like, 
doing our jobs or like even service for the Lord or like all these other things that we do, but it's like coming back to like sitting in his presence. Mm -hmm. And I think like, what's the first thing you do when you wake up? Are you scrolling through your phone or are Mm -hmm. you just like sitting before him? Even if it's not like these big elaborate prayers or like reading a scripture, it's like just like the practice of like stillness and breathing and like being in his presence. And I was like, so many people now like want to do yoga and want to do all these things that like slow down or like breathing exercises for people with anxiety. And it's like, you're finding all these like, elements of like slowing down Mm -hmm. but it's like are you slowing down with the with the source that can fill you up yeah like do you have intention behind it Mm -hmm. that is in a pure space you know are you trying to be filled from this you know yeah and i think that like doing yoga i think that meditation exercises they're all good right but they don't fill you you Mm -hmm. know and so it's when you're actually like praying when you're mm-hmm. actually in the word you're not only exercising the art of slowing down and like stillness but you're being poured into mm-hmm. you know and i think that we like overcomplicate. and i know that this isn't where this podcast is <laughs> supposed to be but i think that we overcomplicate sometimes scripture mm-hmm. and we try to read like huge portions of it and then we're like i don't even know what i read you know and I think it's because of social media, to be honest. We're always like, oh, I haven't been in the Bible for so long. Like, yeah. Let me just try to like do what I do on TikTok yeah. and just do way too much all at once, you know? Yeah. But you confuse yourself and you're like not actually in it. And so I think that, like you said, there's something to like the stillness of just like having one scripture that like you meditate on all day, yeah. you know? And just yeah. like it doesn't have to be anything extravagant. It's just building your worldview you know in like a healthier way and yeah i just think that social media convolutes things Mm -hmm. and makes it confusing and sometimes we just have to bring it back to basics you know yeah yeah it's like one thing i feel like i'm learning like i just finished this book called gentle and lowly which is solely about like the heart of christ Mm -hmm. and it's super attractive book obviously like it's not better than the bible but i think it really helped um break down some of these concepts like i know god is love i know god loves me like i believe god loves me like i want to live into that but it kind of like got into all of these elements of like for example like talking about the relational words that jesus jesus talking about like he's Mm -hmm. our father like he's our husband he's our friend like he's all these things and like well what emotions do i feel towards on a human level towards that towards Mm -hmm. friends and towards like all that stuff and i just felt like the more that i was like investing time like sitting with that like because the book was so heavy I'd be like two pages a day like mm-hmm. I couldn't like process through those things but it was like the more I was like understanding about God the more I felt valued in my identity and who I like was and so mm-hmm. I felt like more secure and I felt mm-hmm. like less of a desire to like feed into like these other social like media totally. like outlets and stuff like that and I think like what you're saying like going back to the basics because I feel like one thing too like I'd love to remind people is like Sometimes if I've, like, been so distracted for so long and I have this, like, and then I leave with this really depressed view of myself, Mm -hmm. I feel like the moment I come back to, like, spending time with the Lord and seeing, I'm like, I feel so distant from Him. I feel so, like, like you said, or, like, I either want to do too much or, like, I don't know what to say or whatever. And I think that's why it's so beautiful to be able to just, like, sit in front of Him and know that there's grace. And He's not, like, He's been sitting, like, there just, like, waiting for you open arms. Like, it's not, it's not, like... Well, like, you got a lot to, like, catch up on because you've been filling your tank with all this stuff. And it's, like, yes, it's a process, but it's not, like, the process isn't, like, you trying to work your way towards God, you know? And, like, that's something to remind people of, like, understanding God and His grace 
and like who you are and like all of these concepts of self and stuff it's like all of those things tie into like yeah like sitting in his presence and like feeling those the joy and the love that you know we are all longing for and seeking through these like platforms you know because at the end of the day let's like let's fill our cup you know with the lord versus like these platforms and like like for me sometimes like man i just wish we could like like get rid of everything like i just feel like if we like lived in a world that didn't have that we would still have all these problems we would still have like you know I, I hate myself, I'm depressed, yeah. or, like, I'm super anxious, I'm not doing yeah. enough, like, all these things we've yeah, touched totally. on. Um, but it's, like, do we want to have these tools in our lives that just make it worse, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, mm-hmm. like, my super extreme view. Like, obviously, I'm, like, addicted mm-hmm. to all this stuff, but, like, there's a part of me, like, I just want to delete it. Yeah, like, I just want to be done. Yeah, me too. Because I know I'm still going to be wrestling with this stuff regardless mm-hmm. of those platforms, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, I don't know, that's kind of, like, an extreme view. But no, I don't think that's extreme. Yeah. I have... One piece of encouragement, too, yeah. is social media wants to overwhelm you, but, like, the Lord never does, mm-hmm. you know? And so, especially in the return process, like, back to the Lord, if, like, that's where you're at, and you recognize that you're feeling addicted, that you're feeling anxious, that you're feeling depressed, the Lord is not going to meet you and try to, like, overwhelm you, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that because of social media, that can become our understanding is everything is just going to be so heavy. Yeah, like, yeah, I have yeah. to read the entire Bible yeah, 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 in order yeah. to like get back. You know, it's like, no, it's not like that. Yeah. And the Lord does want to meet you in that brokenness. You know, he wants to be able to highlight how good he is in that brokenness. Mm-hmm. And so when you return, come with that expectation, mm-hmm. you know, that the Lord is not there to meet you with like a mean hands or like something that's aggressive. It's like, he just wants your time. He just yeah. wants your energy. Just like these, like, tech companies want your time and your energy <laughs> like the lord wants it even more so yeah you know yeah that's that's i think that's a great note to end this conversation mm-hmm. on it's just like hopefully like this these insights provide you guys some sort of encouragement hopefully. through like battling this so many voices it's a jungle here, it's right? honestly <laughs> it honestly is um well thank you jack for being on the of show i so appreciate uh your time and energy and thought that we've sort of put into this conversation and as we both continue to try to wrestle through our social media journeys mm-hmm. you know there's so much grace and in, in, in god's love um can just sustain us through this all so we continue to stumble forward is sort of a how I like to see this. But thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Again, this is going to be part one of a series. So we'll also kind of get into more of like how this impacts like relationships and also like our relationship with God, which we sort of talked about a little bit, but I'd love to dive in deeper because I could literally talk about social media for hours. So we're going to make this a series, a multi-episode series. So stay tuned for that. Um, But thank you guys so much for taking this journey of navigating your 20s with me. Remember, even in the hard spaces, His grace abounds. See you next week. See ya.